have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to Leadership Stars. I am so glad to have you on the show today. Um, And I have some questions to ask you. First of all, what does it mean to be a catalyst for change for yourself personally, professionally, and spiritually? Would you like some guidance to help you know specifically how to create and navigate change this year? Then transformational metaphysician Jen Duchesne has some answers for you. From the Akashic Record Keepers and Numerologies, she's going to share with us insights on our how belief systems impact our ability to bring change about, what practices we can use to simplify the change process, and how we can be a catalyst for others while going through our own shifts and so much, much more. So I'd like to welcome Jen Duchesne with, on our show today. Jen, welcome. Thank you, Linda. I'm delighted to be here. Well, I'm glad we could make this happen. <laughs> um, so, Jen, <laughs> yes, so far two pieces of equipment haven't worked well, so we're on to our third. Um, anyways, Jen, uh, I'd love you to tell the audience just a bit about your background. I know it's very unique, and I think it's very special. Thank you. <laughs> I think we're all unique. So uh, what brought me here is, well, my background. I was, I was born and raised in South Africa. I came to America as a, uh, as a visitor and landed up staying. I went to school and studied interior design and actually did interior design for quite a number of years and a bunch of other things. And then I went through a really uh, difficult time what people call the dark night of the soul. I was very depressed, like everything I, um, I felt like I was one of those people that was doing things for other people and that had no meaning to me, even though I'd spent my life kind of looking for the idea of, you know, what is the meaning of life? What is the meaning of my life? And uh, so I suffered a terrible depression and just wanted to give up. And I guess in a way I did. I surrendered to that energy and found the Akashic Records numerology and it brought me back to life. It brought me to a new place, brought me here. Wow, that's, that's really, really an interesting um, life. Um, and so you've actually gone from uh, an interior designer to now a metaphysician. What, what other training did you go through? Uh, through when I was studying, I studied the Akashic Records. I became a, a certified consultant. I'm a teacher. I also wrote a book. And I um, created a set of cards, soul cards, soul portal cards through the Akashic Records. Just, uh, I'm still in, you know, I just completed them last year, the year before, and uh, um, I'm now working with that as well. So, um, and of course, I studied numerology. Always looking for new things to study. Many things in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jen, would you tell our audience what the Akashic Records are? Yes, I'm happy to share that. So, the Akashic Records, or the word Akasha is the uh, Sanskrit word which means ethers. And the Akashic Records, many people call it a library, which is an easier way to see it as a library. So a series of spaces. And the Akashic Records holds our soul records. So everything and everyone has a soul record. Everything we've done throughout our soul's uh, um, different iterations, and mm-hmm. even buildings, plants, everything has a soul. And I like to see that when I see the, you know, if I think about it as a library, we each have our soul own keepers that have never been uh, formed outside of the records. So they have no agenda. They have no, uh, they're not like 
typical guides. They're not trying to make you do a certain thing or have an idea because the Akashic Records is held in unconditional love. So when you go into the records and you're going to, you need a, it's question-based, as is all divination, as is life. It's based on questions. And you ask a question, and if you either think about libraries in terms of um, cabinets, where they go to a particular file or books, you know, are you going to the grouping of books? Are you going to an actual book? And then... The further you go in, the deeper you get to into these many, many rooms. There are thousands of rooms that contain different energies, different ideas. And Jen, I sort of see it like um, the library at Trinity College. There, you know, like there were three floors, chock-a-block full of books, and it went on forever. I mean, literally, you could look down at it, and it was like there were books and and until you, you know, the horizon actually got too small to be able to see them. Would you say that the library is like that? Yes, I would say that in the sense of uh, for a human understanding, right? There is that library. But beyond that, there are more libraries. Because um, as you, for people who go in and explore the records, and depending on their level or their capacity and curiosity about the records, there's more and more things, right? So there's ways to link into the mysteries of life. Like we can go beyond just our immediate, why am I doing this? Or, what happened to me type of thing. So there's uh, invisible strands and many libraries that connect, right? Because we, it's not just us in our world. It's um, the people around us, our, the whole universe. So yes, it's a library that we can see that books go on forever, but then there's stuff that lies beyond that. Wow. Um, so do, do each of us have our own personal librarian? Yes, we have a team. More than just one librarian. We have uh, what we call the Akashic Keepers, Record Keepers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also different levels, Masters, Lords, that do different things, just like it would be in a real library, I suppose, you know, if you were going to uh, a special reference section. I know some libraries have like these secret, or I don't know if they're secret, but you, only some people have access to them, and then you get to speak to specialists. It's kind of the same idea. You, If you're just going to the up to the library and, and you've never been there before and you're like, oh, can you tell me about my life or something about me, you know, then a regular lightkeeper can show you the way. Mm-hmm. If you have something that's more intense or you need more help or you're here to work through the records, then you're going to go up to, uh, to connect with other levels, masters and lords, etc. Okay. Um, so how does the Akashic Record you know, deal with, I mean, how does it work with being a catalyst for change? And what does being a catalyst for change mean to you? Okay, so what does it mean to me? So we're not talking about the mm-hmm. records. It's the records. <laughs> Let's do both. What does it mean to you, and then what does it mean to the, the records? Okay. Well, for me personally, I see this, the catalyst. You know, when you look at the word kata, it means go down or go against or under. Um, so we know we're, we're going up against something or we're changing something, we're being challenged and it's a chemical reaction. So a a catalyst is something that happens to us or for us, however you want to explain it. And it is the guidance system of our lives because we change through being changed, like through having encounters that create a catalyst, that change the way we see life. And that creates some kind of explosion, you know, busts open a, a way through. So uh, we do things differently when we're given the opportunity to experience a catalyst, which is change. And life is all about change. That's all we have is change. Wow, that's, uh, you're right. There is nothing that's more constant than change, right? 
Exactly. And the thing is to understand that this change or catalyst, the beauty of a catalyst or understanding the power is that the catalyst is there for us. So if you imagine that if you're in a uh, stuck somewhere, as many of us do, we get stuck in something and all we see is what's in front of us. And when uh, this reaction happens, something happens to us that makes us see something different. For instance, an explosion in front of us. And I use that, you know, kind of a, on a spiritual level, right? That doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be a physical explosion. But something happens. Somebody we've uh, thought is always in our lives says, I'm leaving, right? That's a catalyst. Mm -hmm. And suddenly we look up and go, wait, I've been stuck here looking at all of this stuff. And I didn't realize there was a whole world outside of me. And now I've got to go there. And now I'm being invited to go there. And many of us see this as something that's against us. Like we're, oh, somebody wants to take me out of my comfort zone. I don't want to do that. Why are they messing with me? When in actual fact, that's part of our soul's journey. We want to go somewhere else. We, we've, uh, when we get to a place of comfort in uh, our situation, there's, there's kind of a uh, there's two things happening. We're bored, but it's also starting the germination of something new. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I agree with you. I think, Jen, that um, being in your comfort zone is when you get stuck and you get complacent and stagnant and things don't move. So, you know, having something that, that um, shakes you up, um, breaks you out of that ennui and really gets you moving into the next phase, whatever that might be, um, I think is very, very important. And unfortunately, I think there are folks who, you know, get stuck in the status quo and don't really want to change because they're afraid of what might come next. Would you agree? Yes, that's a natural, well, I think it's, it's a natural part of what we've been taught. Like we have been... Um, conditioned to be afraid of change uh, and that's been a very useful for you know those that have kind of run our world uh, that making all the little people afraid of change and afraid of themselves uh, which means that we will play by someone else's rules uh, I think it's interesting that uh, what the Akashic record keepers have to say about uh, the, being a catalyst is um, they're saying to let go, which is kind of what I'm talking about, and trust that the path is the sacred state. Okay, so, so you, what you're saying is that it's very important, um, and that the Akashic Record Keepers actually encourage us to let go of um, our status quo and to move forward into change. So audience, while we take a quick break, um, I want you to think about where are you stuck in your life? Where are you stuck in the status quo and have become very comfortable there um, and really, really, really need to shake it up a bit this year in 2019 and um, make some change happen? And we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. 
Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. I'm here with my very, very favorite guest, Jen Duchesne. And I love the fact that she has a bottomless toolbox of mastery in things like the Akashic Records, astro-numerology, intuitive gifts, and her signature illuminating journey cards that she created... Um, She serves as a clear channel, and she gives her clients spot-on translations, release of emotional weight, and fast-track healing. And I love this about her. She is just so enlightened, I want to say, and really has a broad range of um, tools in her toolbox. And and I, I think that that's just really awesome. Jen, welcome back. Thank you, Linda. I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) And I'm glad to finally be here, yes, as well. Um, We've been talking about the Akashic Records and the Akashic Record Keepers and how they um, provide that catalyst for change. Um, But I was wondering, um, what, if anything, do the Akashic Record Keepers suggest as a tool or practice to simplify the process of change? Yes, so the, the key here is letting your soul be your guide. Because uh, what happens is that as humans, we tend to manipulate or try to control how things, how does, what does change look like? I'll go there if I have this condition, if I can get somebody to do what I want. If we can uh, stop worrying about that part, like I need to know what it looks like, and let our soul or spirit guide us, we can certainly pretty up the personality. Because we have to remember that the catalyst happens in the invisible state, not the visible. So the keepers suggest that we invite the catalyst, that we cannot manipulate it or insist it plays by our rules. And uh, just to give an example, what they talk about is when you think about if you're driving a chariot, which is, say, you know, the journey of your life or an experience you're having, uh, you, the best way to drive the chariot is not by kind of whipping the horses and insisting they turn when you want them to turn, you know, with a kind of controlling aspect, but instead to let the horses use their intuition. So what you're doing is you're working with your tools. You're working with your life. You're working with the experience you're having. You're not trying to push against it. So inviting your intuition, your soul or spirit, having a practice of being connected to who you are as opposed to what you're doing will help you make better choices and make it easier to move with change. So in essence, yeah, in essence, Jen, you're you're talking about again be more of being rather than doing. 
Yes, exactly. Which, you know, it's kind of a, it's a funny thing because people tend to get very nervous about the idea of being not doing. How will my stuff get done? Mm -hmm. The natural fact, there is a trigger that happens, which is a natural system because we all can, we all are uh, empathic or intuitive and active. It's like we all have that ability. The key here is to allow the uh, intuitive or the connection to what is true for us to drop in and then we take action. So not be in a hurry to take action before the time is right and yet make, take the risk when the time is right. I think that's really key, Jen, is, the, is as you said, not rushing in but using your intuition to determine when and how and you know, making it happen. Um, I love your your example of the chariot. I that I clearly remember Ben Hur, um, and Charlton Heston. Thank you for Charlton Heston, um, and and how how he dealt differently with the horses in his chariot. He knew which one need to be needed to be exactly where, so that the chariot pulled right, and that they. You know, and that kind of thing, and it, it just amazed me that he was that in he the character was mm. that intuitive to the horses' intuition, so that they were in the perfect spot to win the race. Yes, and you know it's all in the hands. Like, yeah, I haven't you know driven a chariot in this lifetime, but I know it's all in the hands. I've read about it, and of course, you know, we all have some kind of connection and experience we can tap into. But it's that thing is when you hold the reins lightly and you trust that the horses are aware of the conditions more than you can be. Right. Then you you create a team, which is what you need, right? Exactly. And, and I, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'm... And and I, I think that's really key is that holding the reins lightly, um, and you have to know your okay. Here we go. You have to know your horse because I've <laughs> I've I've actually owned one who, if I was really 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 light, she'd rub me off on a tree. Uh, um, that that was her her um, sort of her push. It's like let me see how how much you actually are in. I don't want to say in control, but in awareness of what's going on and what I'm doing. Um, so it's, as a team, it's really important to know both sides, to know what's going on with the team of horses or people or whatever, as well as are you also engaged? Because if you're not, the horse, the team can take you in a direction that you really don't want to go in, right? Yes, which is kind of an interesting idea. I, you know, the idea that you, you are holding the reins lightly, but you still have an intention. Like, mm -hmm. who is the one that's holding the intention? Because many times we we can either be, I'm going to really control and make, every, I'm going to be the master of this chessboard or this uh, chariot, and I'm going to make everything do what I want. Um or the opposite, I'm just going to let the chariot take me where it wants to. And there, neither of those really works. We have to be, as you said, engaged mm -hmm. so that we have an intention. We know where we're going or what we intend, but we're open or listening to what's occurring around us. So if something happens, we can take action right away. We can respond right away uh, in a way that will help us. I think that's so true, Jen. And I, I love the, you can try and master it or control it or what I use in, in leadership. You can try and command it and tell it what, what you're going to do. But in the long run, uh, you're going to lose, you're going to lose the people who are on your team. They're going to um, either leave or rebel or stop I've had a horse do that to me too. You know, if you're trying, if you're trying to command and, and literally stop, and you know, it's like, come on, come on, and it's like, no. Until we're working as a team, I'm not going anywhere. Um, and then you have, as you said, the laissez-faire sort of uh, leader who is, you know, well, whatever you want to do, let's do it. And there you have chaos. Um, and if you had like a team of horses, they'd all be going in different directions, which is how the horses were going before Ben-Hur stepped in, was they, they were 
pulling in different directions and no one was getting anywhere and it just frustrated their owner something fierce. So I, I think there is that happy medium where you, you're right, you're holding the, the reins lightly and you have the intention which is communicated to the team and so they know where they're going and how they're going to get there and then you let them do their thing, right? Right, and so that comes down to trust, right? Mm-hmm. And this, in all, all these things, these are all invisible things. Like you have to trust that your team and you are a team and that you can work together. Right, and as they say, change comes at the at the speed of trust. <laughs> yes, was, well, yes, that's a good one. So, that, But we have to remember that uh, we can say that the word trust itself does not indicate where our trust is on the trust meter, right? True. So we can still have change, even when we don't trust. But the change that comes, it's because this is our, about our belief system, right? Mm-hmm. This is what we see. If we see something negative, then we treat it as something negative. As we, if we see it as a catalyst, if we name it, that's the beauty of catalyst, the word, right? Mm-hmm. Is we recognize that it's something outside us, neither good nor bad, right? It is just right. is. And so we allow it to make way for us. So then we can choose and we get to choose how much trust are we bringing to this experience? Like, how do we want to, you know, ride our chariot through it? You know, clinging to the side, you know, trying mm-hmm. to the chariot from leaving. You know, there are all kinds of things we do, you know, kind of going crazy and just going hell for leather. And sometimes that's what we need to do. Um, Absolutely. Um, so, Jen, you you have, as I mentioned in, in the introduction to this segment, you have many tools in your toolbox. The Akashic Records are one of them. Um, you're also um, very good at astro numerology, and there's lots going on this year. Would you share with the audience sort of um, how the the rest of the divination arts and, and numerology also support? our catalyzing change and what can we do this year to really maximize our use of the the numbers? Okay, so the interesting thing is all divination is connected, right? They're they're all like layers. So if you put them all together, they create this beautiful woven tapestry. With numerology, we have the year number, which is 19. We're in 2019. And we also have the universal number, which we arrive at by adding all the numbers of the year together, 2 plus 1 plus 9, which gives us 12. So we know we're in a 12 universal year and a 19 calendar year, so we already have a lot of information. 1 is the beginning, 9 is the end or the final root number. So there's everything. 9 contains the wisdom of the numbers. One tells us we're starting over. We have a new beginning, a focus. One and nine make ten, which makes one. So we have a lot of ones there. So we're <laughs> in a new beginning. We we also know from the nine that we need to let go of the old. Whatever, and when I say let go of the old, it's not throwing the baby out of the bathwater. It's getting precise about what it is we're taking forward. And... The nine is also about love, universal love, recognizing that others are um, as valuable as we are, we are as valuable as they are, we are all connected, and it's about forgiveness. You know, love, you know, when we recognize that we are more alike than different, there's a freedom in that. Like, a lot of times we think what makes us free is pushing other people away, but it's Mm -hmm. That when we allow them to be who they are, doesn't mean we have to be with them, but we recognize their right to be equals, equal players. And of course, that also includes everything, the things, inanimate, what we think of as inanimate objects that also have their own life force, and we work together. When it comes to the year, um, universal year, the 12, mm-hmm. plus 2 equals 3, so... This is a key message right here. Well, 12 is a very 
powerful number, as every number is in its own way. But it's a number that we recognize. 12 hours in the day, um, you know, we have 12 months in the year, there are 12 signs in the zodiac, 12 tribes. So it's a very uh, important number about order and completion. And the key with the 12 is that we are being guided to take the knowledge we are absorbing and have learned, like all these things we've learned, and we have to put it into action because knowledge just sitting on a shelf is meaningless. You know, we can all be very intellectual and we all have been intellectual about what everything means. But this number and this year is telling us it's time to actually take that knowledge off the shelf and out of the books and out of our heads and apply it get curious about it because we want to apply a, a sense of creativity. We want to get curious like children because, you know, it's that idea of like, oh, I know everything. I don't need to get my hands dirty or I can tell other people what to do because I know better. But the truth is we don't know until we actually do it. So we need to come into this with joy instead of that kind of over-serious, overbearing, kind of um, boring side of ourselves that intellectualizes everything. I think that's extremely interesting. Um, and that you're absolutely right. You know, we, we can study um, forever. And I, I had um, a conversation with Carolyn Mace years and years and years ago around this. And she said, oftentimes we sit, uh, you know, in the human world and across the bridge is the spiritual world. And we oftentimes, you know, take that trip across the bridge and we grab something out of the spiritual world, some some knowledge, a book, whatever, and bring it back to the human world. And then we put it in our library. And we don't, and we don't do anything with it. All we, all, all we've done is is collected it, and 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 so we can say, hey, I've got all this spiritual learning in my library. But the question is, are you using it? Um, are you incorporating it into being in your life? Right. Yes, exactly. And this comes back to that whole idea of change or being afraid of change and what change means or investing in the catalyst of change is to take this knowledge and test it out in the real world because mm -hmm. uh, that's where it comes that childlike energy of not being afraid to try something not being afraid to fail or make a fool of ourselves not being afraid of other people's opinions we want to experience life that's why we're here i mean our spirits can do whatever they want when they're free outside of a body but when we're in a body, it's to learn the power of the body and the spirit in the body and what that means, you know, to create mm -hmm. that sense of joy and freedom and playfulness and adventure, learning new things. Like you said, putting things on the shelf is, uh, is kind of like a pointless exercise. And again, it's about fear, right? Why would we put it in a book? We close it in a book because we want to control it. Because mm -hmm. we're afraid of what it'll do to us. Is this knowledge real? What if it's real? And all our theories and all the things we've worked towards turn out to be uh, uh, lies and manipulation. Yeah, and I think that's so so important to take it off the shelf, um, take it out, look at it, review it, incorporate it into your spiritual practice so that um, you are, I love experiencing joy, the joy of change, rather than the intensity of, you know, being mundane and, and, that, and that kind of thing. I, I so love, um, you know, as you said, the layers of divination. Um, I never even thought about it that way, but you're absolutely right, that each one brings more depth into your spiritual life, Right. Yes, absolutely. So um, we have about a minute before the break, um, and I would really love you to start on um, what is the spiritual benefit of embracing, embracing change, but let's think about that for the next segment. And we're going to take a quick two-minute break. And while we're, while we're in that break, I'd love you as the audience to think about what your library looks like. You know, Do you have just a 
plethora of you know spiritual books and you know books about different types of divination about different spiritual practices have you studied um, the comparative religions and looked at how they are similar and how they are different how they treat women how they treat men how they treat children um, and we'll be right back Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas, That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back. And I have the transformational Jen Duchesne on the show today. And we're having a really interesting conversation about divination and the Akashic Records and how this all fosters being a catalyst for change or having a catalyst for change um, within us. Jen truly challenges us to trust our knowing, to sweep out limiting cobwebs of confusion, cast light into our every relationship, including spiritual, love, money, and purpose. Welcome back, Jen. Thank you. Um, We were talking about uh, numerology and the fact that there are obviously the year numbers that are really important, the 19, the 12, and, and what that's doing for us as far as a new beginning, um, ending, starting over, that kind of thing. But what what does that lead us? To, what else does that lead us to? Well, it's a fascinating thing to think about um, these numbers because the one and nine, as I mentioned, is about you know endings and beginnings. What are you letting go of? What are you allowing in? Mm-hmm. And then when we look at the twelve. We have a, a, a system that's been given to us because we have one, two, three. Ooh. So we know that this is a year that's about step-by-step process. One, we're going to focus, get 
clear about what you value. What What is this thing? We, you know, when you have a catalyst, when something comes into your life, as this year is for us, you know, we're on a catalytic journey uh, where our souls want to be more, want to be invited to the party. And two is about connecting to our intuition. It's also about dealing with details and connecting, making connections, building bridges, uh, setting boundaries. Three is like the child, you know, the one, the two, the three, it's like the child. It's that curious energy that invites us to explore and dare to fail because it doesn't matter. I mean, this is an adventure. If you think about a child just following its idea, it's totally wrapped up in what it's doing. It's very curious and open and eager. So there's an expanse of personal uh, joy and love, our ability to be happy because we love who we are and we love what we're doing and we love the creative process. There's also the um, kind of counter aspect of this because as we bring things into life, if we close ourselves off, we won't have this experience. If we hang on to what needs to go because it's still good, we can't step forward. We can't make this one, two, three go. We can't follow that process, which is telling us everything this year is step by step. Take it step by step. Focus, connect, explore, and then go back. The key here also is that um, we know with these numbers that we are being given an opportunity to become our own leaders or to hang to that idea that somebody else will lead us and again and again we're being shown that that doesn't work you know it doesn't mean we can't work as a team but we first need to know who we are in order to be a team member so if we cling to the idea that we ha we are powerless or that we are victims of some kind then of course we can't be a leader at the same time but mm -hmm. the other thing is we're giving our power away so this year is about us coming back to what do I value? What do I value? Which means I need to let go of old ideas, old thinking, old behavior. So I have more room to make room for what I value and then bring the process into reality by laying those foundations that one, two, three. I know what I value. Let me test it. Is there something I need to eliminate? Who are the people I need to connect with? What can I create from that? Fantastic. So, Jen, what is the spiritual benefit of us embracing change? I mean, it sounds like we're going to be doing a lot of that this year, but what's the spiritual benefit? Well, the spiritual benefit is huge because our souls have the capacity to do all kinds of things. And our souls are very excited about this adventure. But when we keep pinching that idea, like we're afraid to do something because we're going to be hurt, uh, we're limiting our experience. Like, I mean, nothing's happening if we stay the same. Nothing's happening if we say, I refuse to do this. I'm just going to shut down. I'm just going to, you know, have that one more piece of sugar or that... <laughs> Whatever it is that I will buy another thing because we have a million ways of um, keeping ourselves uh, passive. Mm -hmm. And so even though I want to be clear that being passive is not a bad thing when it's the right time, remembering the one, two, three, we do have a moment of passivity when we're germinating and new things are growing and then we take action. So there's a constant one, two, three. If you think about that, that takes you on the path, but it demands that you take action. So the spiritual benefits are, as well as this idea that we're expanding or allowing our soul to really, or spirit really grow within us and help us feel better. Our health will be better. Our energetic levels will feel better. We'll feel freer because we're not tied to all these things. The things we've created you know, the material thing comes out of the intuitive action, belief, the desire. But the material thing is an object that can come and go. It can disappear. Uh, it doesn't matter. We, we cannot put so much attention to, oh, I got to have my things. Therefore, I can't take a risk. So 
The benefit allows us to feel freer, feel more connected to one another, feel more connected to who we are, and actually learn those things. If we believe we're here to learn things or whatever our belief is why we're here, we actually get to experiment and experience this and have a better time doing it. And I think that's important to <laughs> have a good time while we're here. Right. Um, you know, I mean, y- you you came down for this life and to not be able to enjoy it and to find the joy and the love and all that in it, I think is criminal. Um, right? Exactly. I mean, this, this is the whole point is we have to lighten up. To me, that's the whole thing. When you talk about enlightenment or lightening up, this is what it means. It means letting go of stale, rigid ideas, that prison you're sitting in, so you can just have a good time. Because that's what matters, is that you're doing things that feel integrous to you, and that you're enjoying it and laughing. Just imagine, life is like a banquet, you know? You're just going around, you're trying different things. Yes, sometimes you eat too much, you get sick. It's all good, because you're on the, this journey where there's a never-ending banquet. There's enough for all of us. It's not about trying to hold on to stuff because you don't have enough. And that makes us feel joyful and even lighter. So we, we need to, uh, in essence, get rid of our um, hoarding. Yes, exactly, <laughs> okay. on every level. All right. So, Jen, you have a free gift for our audience. Would you share that with them? Yes, so the free gift is actually a meditation uh, that I created through the records. I take you on a journey, and it helps there. In the journey, there is a connection to kind of yourself, help kind of energize and and create some kind of catalyst within you so you can feel more empowered. Uh, So that's what it is. Okay, and you can find that on my website under free radio gifts. And please do take advantage of this free gift. It's, it's definitely worth its weight in gold. Jen, as we're, we're coming sort of to the close, um, you also created the Illuminating Journey cards. And I know that there are, there are many, many divination decks out there. But tell us how this is different and what, what it's, in essence, what its purpose is. Yeah, so how it's different is it doesn't look like it's a, it's an oracle deck that doesn't look like oracle cards. There are no words on the cards. These are many layered uh, realms. So each card was made in uh, is this image that was made in layers. It's very complex. Mm. Uh, it is made from with the help of the Akashic Records. So it actually contains energy. Some people, when they touch the cards, they get really hot because of the energy in these cards. So these cards actually take you on a journey. They are a portal. They're actually, when Ah. you put them, they take you into the card. And the beauty about them and what I love about them, besides the um, images that are so uh, extraordinary, you can look at them and every time they give you something different, um, is that because there's no words on here, there's only a number as an identifier, and you can take that to mean whatever you want, or you go where your eye takes you, is that there's no thing that's controlling what this means. So you can have a simple question or a complex question, and you can get an answer. Uh, if you're, You can go into it and see what it brings to you. You can journey in, journey in or receive the picture or see the image, uh, so it actually combines um, ancient knowledge with new things. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. And Jen, do you have one last tip for our audience before we close? Yes. I believe that uh, a great way to get started with all this is to get creative. You know, Find something that makes you feel alive, no matter how small it is doesn't have to be anything important it's nothing that to impress anyone else but it is an a starter of self-love because we don't know what self-love is but we've created through doing something creative awesome 
Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I think that's fantastic. And I want to thank you so much for sharing that with us. And um, that will be in, in my notes to um, promote out. Thank you so much. And Jen, I want to thank you for being here on this interesting show. Um, it has been fantastic having you here. And the message that you're, you have given my audience is just worth its weight in gold. So thank you again. Thank you. I love being on your show, Linda. Okay. And audience, um, if you'd like to connect with me about Awaken the Leader or the Art of Hurting Cats leading teams of leaders, please do send me an email at lynda at dare, the number two lead with lynda.com. And until next week, just remember, be courageous, dare to lead. And we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events.